What does a speech given 110 years ago today have anything to do with the current predicament and environment that we're working in? Well, stick with me for this short briefing topic episode, and we're going to talk about being the man in the arena. You are a warrior. Three twenty one status. What kind of vehicle is it? You are the very best your nation has to offer. Nine one one. Multiple shots fired. They're asking you to lead. Five. We need a bearcat. It's up to us. For one thirty three. I need somebody that's got a visual of where the shooter is. You must be sound in mind, body, and spirit. Forty feet. Where's the officer down? I have a rescue helicopter that wants to land and help. This is the podcast that will make you the one. The one that will bring everyone back. Trouble, we have shot fired, shot fired. Give me back up now. Because no one else is coming. I'm going to have an officer shot. An officer shot. 100 block of East Street. Suspect is down. Suspect is down. This is The Squad Room. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Squad Room. I'm your host, Garrett Taslam, a sergeant for a sheriff's office in Southern California. And today we're doing a quick uh, a quick, op- a quick episode. Uh, I say we, but it's me. Uh, haven't done one of these in a little while. We call them briefing topics. Short episodes on a singular topic, just something for you to chew on, something to think about, something to bring to your briefings, something to bring with you into the car while you're uh, out on patrol tonight or on your way home. So today is, if you're listening to this on the day it was released, it's April 23rd, 2020. And uh, a lot of things are going on in the world right now, and nobody needs to be reminded about what those are. But uh, all the stuff and all the activity that is going on reminds me and brings me back to what happened 110 years ago today. It's something I have spoken about at length on this show. It's been an absolute significant influence in my life. Uh, and in how I see the work that we do, and I see the importance of it. I hear other people talking about it, and it's so influential in my life that it's actually how, what I named uh, the, the Squad Room's uh, clothing and shop. So we recently launched uh, a clothing and apparel line uh, for to support the show. You know, lots of podcasts have T-shirts and stuff like that, and I wanted to go a little bigger and do something a little bigger for all first responders, and I could have just added a little label to the the, the Squadroom site shop, which I did, the squadroom.net, and you just click on shop and you can see it. But what I actually decided to do, and this is probably a bad business move, but was to name it after one of my favorite phrases in the world, which is a worthy cause. And it's from, of course, this great speech made by a great man, uh, former president Theodore Roosevelt. And a lot of people talk about the man in the arena, and uh, they hear that, and they kind of know what that idea is about, but they don't understand a lot about the entirety of that speech. And I'm going to read the segment that became known as the man in the arena, uh, but it's an interesting story itself, and then I think the context of what that means to be someone in the arena in this day and age, in this environment is something that we can all really hold ourselves dear to and really aspire to and also acknowledge that the work we do, the work that emergency room department, 
doctors and nurses do, the work that firefighters do, the work that medics do. There's lots of people right now who are in the arena. And the amount of people and the type of people that are now in the arena has expanded significantly, exponentially, since uh, mid-February when COVID-19 began to take over the world, right? A year ago, had I done this episode, I wouldn't have thought to consider people like grocery store workers or delivery people or Amazon warehouse workers or any of those people who are still going to work to help us function in our day-to-day lives. I wouldn't have considered those to be uh, to, to be careers or jobs that are in the arena who are out and striving to do the good work. And we've repeatedly seen over and over again how that is the case, how these people are stepping up in whatever role that they've been assigned in their lives and whatever role they've chosen, they've stepped up into those roles. And so it's an opportunity for us who are used to being in the arena to really double down on that effort and to really take uh, comfort in the words of Theodore Roosevelt and also to take significant inspiration. I certainly do. So the speech was actually, it's actually called the Citizenship in a Republic. And um, it's now famously known as the Man in the Arena speech, but it was given in, of all places, Paris. And President Roosevelt had just re- uh, completed his term in office in 1909 and was on a world tour. He had just come through Africa and he was on his way through Europe. And he was giving speeches as he went. And he gave one today, April 23rd, to, uh, 1910, at the Sorbonne in, uh, in Paris. And uh, Theodore Roosevelt's a fascinating guy in, in general, but his speeches definitely rank as some of the most invigorating and inspiring of any president that I've ever read. And he is no uh, stranger to hyperbole and, and motivating kind of words. And he has had some great quotes. And one of my favorite, uh, that's not in this speech particularly, but um, one that I just love is the poorest way to face life is to face it with a sneer. And uh, that's just a a fantastic uh, quote of his as well. Obviously, he did a lot of good work for conservationists and such as well for uh, the environment. But he's always been engaged. He was a colonel in the army. Uh, He was the youngest president ever. He um, had gone out west after some personal tragedies to uh, become a cowboy, and he came back to D.C. and eventually, uh, among many other things, was police commissioner of NYPD. But here he is at the Sorbonne 110 years ago today, and I'm not going to do it justice, but I'm going to read it here so that you have it, and of course you can Google the man in the arena speech and it'll come right up, and you'll see the words that inspire me and that inspire so many people, and you'll actually hear other book titles in some of these quotes as well. So here it is. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best 
knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. So what I want to bring out of this uh, quote for today, especially on this anniversary, is for anyone out there who's a leader, who's a supervisor, who's running a squad, who wants to run a squad, who uh, has an opportunity to influence other people, look to these words and help your people understand how they're already in the arena. I think one of the missed opportunities, especially with young cops dealing with salty veterans, is we forget to remind them of the important work they do simply by showing up. By suiting up and strapping on the vest and the gun belt, you, be, you are entering the arena. And that alone deserves some acknowledgement. And old crusty cops are going to disagree with that and think that you shouldn't get acknowledgement just for showing up to work, but I disagree. Anyone, crusty old cop or brand new cop, deserves acknowledgement for stepping into the arena by showing up and willing, being willing to do this job that so many other people won't do. We have no shortage of critics in our work. But it's a reminder to tell you that it's not the critic who counts. And it's not the person who points out how the strong man stumbles. Because the strong man, and of course strong woman too, is the person who is out there putting their feet on that thin blue line and helping protect everybody else. They are the doer of deeds. That is where the credit belongs. Their face is so often marred in dust and sweat and sometimes blood. But they always strive valiantly. And we most certainly come up short at times, but we always give effort and we always strive to do the deeds. We are greatly devoted to an important cause, a worthy cause that is the democracy that we live in. And we know high achievement and we will certainly also fail, but we at least we're trying and we're daring greatly so that when you retire at 20 or 30 years and you get the gold watch and you get the service pin you know you have never spent your time with the cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. Thanks for listening to this short briefing topic episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and you got something out of it. If you want to support the show, you can check out aworthycauselife.com or thesquadroom.net and hope everybody has a safe and successful day. I appreciate all of you for listening and for what you do for the show. And we have a lot of fun episodes coming up in the next couple of weeks. Until next time, take care of each other and stay safe.